Hey everybody, it's Cedric Joseph with High Octane Solutions, and this is another episode of Business in the Spotlight. And today we have a really interesting guest. Our guest today, her name is Sharon Gatbois, and I got that right, right? You did. All right, there you go, thanks. <laughs> yeah. um, and she's with the SBA, and we're here to talk about something that's pretty serious in our in our area of the world right now. It's uh, disaster relief and disaster recovery and the SBA's role in that when it comes to lending to people that are in dire need at this moment, you know, and, and what the role, what role does the SBA play in that? So I'm going to give Ms. Gadbois a moment to let you know who she is and then we'll, you know, we'll start roll, talking. Roll with the punches, right? Yeah. So, yeah. uh <laughs> So I'm Sharon Gabois, uh, as Cedric mentioned, and I'm a public affairs specialist with the Small Business Administration. Um, however, I work in the Office of Disaster Assistance, and we get deployed to the area, much like FEMA, um, after a natural disaster. Um, we do attend to other disasters as well, but the majority of the disasters that we go to are the natural ones, hurricanes, flooding, tornadoes, things like that, even earthquakes. And so, um, yeah, so I, I actually came from uh, West Virginia uh, before here. I got flown here for um, Hurricane Ian. I was one of the first PIOs on the ground. Uh, PIO stands for Public Information Officer. Uh, we're actually public affairs specialists, but when we refer to each other, a lot of times we see say PIO because it flows off the tongue a lot better. Did you want me to talk a little bit about um, the disaster loan program or do you want to just wait on that? We'll get into that. Okay. So since you already oh, walked sorry. down the road, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the, the disaster loan program. Okay. Awesome. So the Small Business Administration, the Office of Disaster Assistance, we actually provide low interest disaster loans. So FEMA provides the grants and SBA provides the low interest disaster loans. We actually help homeowners, uh, renters, private nonprofit organizations, and businesses of all sizes. So don't let the word business in our name mislead you. Um, following major disasters, the U.S. Small Business Administration is the primary source of federal funds for long-term recovery assistance. So um, it's not FEMA? No, actually. We actually are the largest provider of disaster recovery funds. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, the assistance, of course, is in the form of uh, low interest disaster loans and that's a, a disaster loan it's not a bank loan and it's available for businesses of all sizes private nonprofits um homeowners and uh renters with property damaged by the disaster so um sba's low interest disaster loan program was designed by congress uh, to enable those that were affected by unforeseen catastrophic events to recover um, with as little adverse impact as possible. And so Congress has given SBA some very powerful tools to make uh, disaster loans affordable with low interest rates. Um, repayment terms are 30 years, so it stretches out your payment history and um, under very specific circumstances uh, to, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was going to ask about the repayment terms. Do you happen to have a little bit more detail? About okay. That? Yeah. So uh, repayment terms, 
uh, are is up to 30 years. And we often uh, refer to that um, over, let's say, if somebody um, maybe started their recovery process and put it on a credit card. So let me just speak to that for one moment. So sometimes, uh, well, I'd say sometimes, a lot of times in my experience is that people will put their um, start, start their recovery process and they'll mm -hmm. throw it on a credit card, right? right. Because uh, they don't, you know, they, they, they figure that the money's going to come from somewhere later so, on right. and they, they need time to kind of, they can't come up with 20,000 or more yeah. right away. So I they mean, need to recoup some kind of way. Right, right. So yeah. they'll put it on a credit card. They're like, okay, well, at least that gets it out of my face for 30 days. Well, 30 days is coming up pretty quick because that's yeah. four days from today. I landed here on 930 and 1030 is right around the corner. Yeah. So, you know, you're busy recovering and getting stuff moving and buying supplies or whatever you need just because maybe, you know, the de you know, people have to wait for the water to seed or maybe there's too much debris in the way and they can't get to you or, you know, a right. number of things. And FEMA right. still has to assess damages and everything like that. So, um, <laughs> so uh, you know, there's lots of things. So to speak to that, the credit cards are um, of high interest, right? Mm -hmm. And normally, even someone with really great credit nowadays, because of because of COVID, everybody wants to recoup right from expenses from there. So even the interest rates with a one was maybe has a high credit rating or very good repayment ability. You know, they're very good with their credit. And so maybe um, even their interest rate is going to be around 10% um, because, you know, banks are trying to recoup, right? right. And so even at 10%, I mean, that's a pretty good number, I guess. Um, but they go all the way up to 28% or more. Right. So, you know, it, it's much higher. So just to speak to that, if you put your started your process and you put it on the credit card, your interest rate, if you don't pay it off, your the entire amount that you put on your credit card for recovery in 30 days, 30 days yeah. guess what's going to happen? It's going to be compounding interest, and that is going to add up quick. And so uh, to speak to that, uh, we provide the low interest disaster loans. And so to speak on that, um, for homeowners and renters, it's as low as 2.188% versus that 10% we were talking about, and that's just yeah. the low side. Um, and if you're a business, it's 3.04% compared to that 10%, right? You're saving 7% right. there. Um and it's as and it's as low as 1.875 percent for uh, private nonprofits. So mm -hmm. you, you know it's it it can get it can get up there. You know. So um, and then the repayment terms, just to speak on that, is remember I was saying it's as long as 30 years. So a lot of times what they'll do is help stretch out the payment for someone, um, and so then you know this just makes the process, the recovery process easier. I mean, if I have a lower payment over time you know when you have a lot of stuff going on you know the high expense is going to probably be gnawing at you right. and so anyway that's just something that and then also um there's no closing costs no uh prepayment penalties if you decide to pay off early nothing like that mm -hmm. oh wow that, that that's really awesome and, okay you, yeah. you know you said something a second ago about yeah. you know that were directly affected by the the storm or directly affected by the the you know any disaster natural disaster do you have to be specifically directly affected like my business blew over kind of thing you know to to apply for this or or can it be you know 
that 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 align kind of thing. I don't, I don't know what he. What's so that? okay, so let me um, talk to you a little bit about that. So when you say directly impacted, so I'm going to speak to both of those um, because yeah, I think please. before the before we started recording, uh, we talked a little bit about the primary counties and contiguous counties, right? right. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, sure. This would probably be a good point to do that. So. FEMA talks about individual assistance and the individual assistance are for the 26 counties that are involved in the declaration. And the 26 counties are what we call primary counties because that is where their primary damage happened. Right. And so uh, we also, as a business, because even though we help homeowners, renters, we also help nonprofits and businesses, right? So we recognize that even beyond the primary counties, the, what we call the contiguous counties, and a lot of people might consider those adjacent counties to those that were affected. Right. And so um, those counties, like it used to be Monroe, but like Miami-Dade, Broward County, down south or way up north, like Hernando, Sumter, things like that, the counties on the out, because the primary counties are basically all mid-state, right? right. And then everything right. outside of that is the contiguous counties. or. Correct counties that are adjacent to the primary. So if you're a primary county and you're a homeowner, uh, a renter or a business or a nonprofit, then you're eligible for all of our programs. However, if you're in the adjacent counties or what we call contiguous counties, only small businesses are eligible to apply. And small business can apply for economic injury disaster loan only. So let me go back to the primary counties and try to flushes out so we can um, yeah, understand better. Yeah. So in the primary county, um, there are several of them, and we'll go over those in a little while, but just to speak to that. So a, a primary county, a homeowner is eligible if they had physical property damage. It means the real estate, the structure itself was damaged, mm -hmm. The de like debris, landscaping, fencing that was damaged, right. things like that. Now, they're eligible up to 200000 for the physical property damage. Um, now, businesses are also eligible for physical property damage. Businesses of all sizes within the primary counties are eligible for the physical. So if their building was damaged um, or if they had just, you know, debris, landscaping, very similar to the homeowner, but they're a business, they're also eligible for the physical property damage. Now, a homeowner calls it the the contents inside the structure is called personal property mm -hmm. for a homeowner and it's called business contents for the business mm -hmm. and you know for businesses typically you know supplies like the tables the desks the laptops chairs things like that right or right. even supplies if you're maybe you're a restaurant and you have food supplies you know that's considered your business contents now um a homeowner has personal property now there's a caveat to that. A renter only has personal property because they don't own the structure. Correct. So the structure for the homeowner is up to 200,000. The personal property for the homeowner or renter on that side of it is up to 40,000. And mm -hmm. um, so that also includes automobiles and insurance deductibles. Oh. Right. So, and as we know in Florida, but what about the business? Are really high. I'm getting there. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna cross over and get oh, okay. there. Okay. Right. Yeah. So in the business side, mm -hmm. they're eligible up to two million, and that covers the 
physical property damage, economic injury, and also uh, business contracts, not personal. Property. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot going on there. So um, a, a homeowner can apply for and be eligible for physical property damage as well as personal property. A renter is only eligible for personal property, the contents, their personal contents, clothes, things like that, right? right? Laptop. And then a business owner in a primary county is eligible for, you know, the physical property damage, um, the business contents, and if you're a small business, economic injury disaster loan. Now, in the contiguous counties, only small businesses are eligible for economic injury. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's a mouthful. That's it a is. That's it's a, a lot, lot to take in. So I'm, you know, just keep asking to flush it out. It does take a while to <laughs> absorb. I mean, I didn't get it right away. Yeah. I have a cheat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> so and let I me ask you this question. Yeah. Are there any, are there any allowances or, or quotas or anything like that for minority owned businesses, women owned businesses, you know, disadvantaged businesses of any type? So quotas, we don't do quotas. Okay. okay. We're not, uh, we don't, we're not discriminatory in any way, as you know, from working for the government, uh, we, the government does not discriminate in any way, shape or form. That okay. just is. Mm -mm. So, um, SBA's disaster loan program does not discriminate, um, or have quotas on the basis of like race, gender or any other factors just want to make that clear yeah okay okay so i want to make sure i understand so if i'm in a contiguous county right i can apply for business property only economic injury disaster loan only economic injury disaster so let me give you an only. example of so that. what is that yeah what is that? okay yeah so um i like to give the the two birds with one stone scenario okay. so let's say um let me just think here uh, i don't know of a restaurant in sumter but um bobby's pizza okay sure so um or Giovanni's Pizza maybe sounds more Giovanni's authentic. Pizza, yes. <laughs> sounds sure. more authentic, right? Yes. Uh, okay, so let's say Uncle Cedric here mm -hmm. has a big family of 50. He's a great guy, by the way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say he has a big family of 50. And let's say uh, he lives in uh, Dade City, where, and that's in Pasco County, Pasco County yes. where the primary damage happened, or one of the counties where the primary damage happened. Okay. Let's just say he lived there. But let's say uh, every Saturday, he it's a tradition, he takes his big family of 50 um, out to Giovanni's Pizza in Sumter County. And mm -hmm. Sumter, take it over. Right. Sumter mm -hmm. County is a contiguous county, and uh, Pasco County is a primary county. Now, mm -hmm. we're just using these two counties as examples. Sure. I will follow up with the regular counties in just a little bit. So uh, if he's, his home is a dam has been damaged from the storm, Hurricane Ian, um, in Pasco County, and he has damage to his structure, maybe the siding, the roof, whatever. He has obviously problems maybe with fencing. He has a lot of debris, things like that. 
So now he's more than likely spending his extra baller funds on recovery, right? Here he's smiling. Mm -hmm. I knew that was going to get you. And so now he doesn't have the extra funds to spend to take out his big family of 50 to Giovanni's Pizza every Saturday. So this right. is what's happening. Now that you're putting your extra funds on recovery, um, you're, um, you're not circulating your money into the economy over at Giovanni's anymore. So right. now every Saturday, um, you're not going there. So that means that's a lot of money that you're spending at Giovanni's Pizza in Sumter County. So if that small business, that mom and pop business is not getting the revenue from the 50 people that visit their restaurant every Saturday just from you alone, just mm -hmm. from your family alone. That's a lot of revenue that they're not getting in right now. And That's so, economic distress. Right. Economic distress. Yeah. We might call that economic uh, disaster, economic mm -hmm. injury right, or right. impact to your revenue or pension revenue, however you want to refer to it. Right. Um, yeah. So they're economically impacted. And so now they're eligible for an economic injury disaster loan. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, some people like to use the bridge. Hey, all of your customers are across the bridge and it got washed out in the storm. Now none of the customers can come over and now clearly you're, you know, eligible for economic injury. But there's one even better because a lot of businesses had to shut down because like Pinellas County, no power. That right. means that they, they had food spoilage for restaurants, all different kinds of things. Right. So if, you're, if your business is shut down because there's no power, Clearly, no customers are coming there for one reason or another. Um, so you're eligible for economic injury because you had to shut down because of power issue. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about what are the, the, you know, the amounts are the same for economic injury as they are for the other? Or up to two million is the maximum. Up to two million? Yeah, by okay. law, it's two million. Oh, okay. yep. Up to yep. two million. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. All right. I guess, see, Did I leave you know, speechless? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, I, you know, I got to take my kids out for pizza, my whole big family for pizza. You know? Yeah, you could also visit. Um, there's a really good Cuban place. Sometimes I use this as an example. It's in Plant City and it's called the Strawberry Hut. Oh, so we're just, we're just going to give out, you know, that kind oh, of Oh, I'm, I'm right a foodie. <laughs> so I try all the places. Like we went to Giovanni's okay. Pizza today in, in Hardy County. That's oh, another okay. primary county. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So right. that's why I use that name. How <laughs> old is this program? So uh, hold on. Let me, Machichi. We've been around since 1953, I believe. Yeah. So uh, let me just get to that, Chichi, because I know it's it's here. Uh, yep. Yep. I didn't mean to ask you a Chichi question. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. I have to pertain <laughs> to that. But I know we've been around since 1953. So SBA has been around a long time. Oh, yep. Right. I was right. See, there it is. So uh, we've been making disaster loans. Uh, since inception in, in, in 1953. So the loan program uh, basically is the only form of, of uh, SBA assistance not limited to small businesses. So disaster loans from SBA help businesses of all sizes, private nonprofit organizations, homeowners, renters, um, you know, to fund in the rebuilding process. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, maybe, maybe not, but we cover underinsured and uninsured losses. That's really important to know. Oh. Yeah. Underinsured and, and uninsured losses. Uninsured. Okay. Yep. So if you, let's say, let's say you were affected by another disaster, maybe Charlie or Irma or something like that, or Irma or Maria, maybe. So, uh, and you're you you have a small interest 
small, small, uh, a small business, low interest disaster loan from us from one of those because you're recovering from there. But maybe you are damaged again in this storm as um, you can have two loans, two disaster loans, one for each storm technically, uh, but you cannot combine them. They cannot be consolidated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then that brings up an interesting question. If mm-hmm. I have a loan, let's say from COVID, you know, I took COVID money yep. kind of thing, yep. and then this disaster came along, mm-hmm. how does that affect my ability to apply for, for this? Um, you can still apply. You're still eligible to apply. So as long as you're in a, you know, in a, let's say if you're a homeowner in a contiguous county, you would not be eligible to apply, right? Um, but if you're in a primary county, Pasco, Pinellas, Hardy, Manatee, Polk, Volusia, you know, all over the place, Palm Beach County, Monroe, I mean, I'm just naming a few. But if you're mm-hmm. in any of the primary counties um, and you've had damage, um, then you're eligible to apply. But if you're, let's say, a homeowner who was in, Sumter County, that's mm-hmm. only for contiguous. And only SBA covers the contiguous counties. FEMA doesn't cover any contiguous counties. That is an SBA thing. Because mm-hmm. oh, okay. we, rec- we, as SBA, you know, Small Business Administration, we recognize that there are businesses in the contiguous counties that will be impacted. Now, as you know, from being a, a Floridian, right, I, I lived in Florida for 20 years. So, you know, you might live in Palm Beach County or maybe you live in Miami-Dade. Or maybe you live in Lake County um, or maybe Orange County. And, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, each section of the state has its own draw, his own tourist type thing. And yeah. there's so much stuff to do in Florida that um, you're not just going to do business in your own little county. Well, a little, a big county. You know, like if you live in Palm Beach County, I'm not just going to stay in Palm Beach County. I've gone to Jupiter. I've gone to Martin County many times. I've gone to Miami-Dade, whether it's a train or by car. You know, we visit all around because we want to something, is always something to do in Florida. So uh, we recognize that there are businesses that will be impacted, you know, because we take, we circulate our, our money into the economy yeah, well beyond our scope of where we live. Florida's a huge state, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. So there's always something to do. You can go anywhere throughout the state. Yeah. And so we recognize that, you know, there are going to be businesses that will be impacted uh, from the economic standpoint in the contiguous counties. Thank you for sharing that information that you have at the bottom there. That's very nice oh, yeah. to cry on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so listen, you, you actually just, you actually, ju- you actually just said something that, okay. that uh, led to another question. Sure. So if I'm a business owner and I want to apply for this, um, do you look at my personal credit as well as my business credit to to make your decision as far as this loan is concerned or the loan um, um, amount is concerned or, or if I approve or anything like that? Okay, so the loan officers may review various credit reports um, for uh, when processing the SBA uh, business disaster business loan applications. So that just kind of, I mean, yes, They'll look at your personal, but they do look at various, um, you know, credit reports when determining the factor. Now, repayment ability is also an important factor. So I must speak mm-hmm. on that as well, because if they feel like when they look at your information, if you have too much stuff going on and they feel like you're not going to be able to repay the loan, they're not going to extend you the loan. Right, yeah, they're not going to put you in a financial distress because you might already be there. Now, right. if you feel that you qualify for the loan, um, and maybe you're not approved, you can always appeal 
and um, it'll tell you in the letter what you need to do to overcome um, the decision. Mm -hmm. How long does it take the process itself to apply and, and well to apply is almost no time at all as long as you have mm. the documents with you i mean if you have all the documents with you you know like your uh last year's tax returns your state id your mobile phone um if you're applying for a business you have some of your financial state you know you have your monthly financial statements for the last mm. year that kind of stuff get the ball rolling that'll make this the process much smoother mm -hmm. um you know if you have all of your documents with you um and then, you know, you can do everything. I recommend doing this, not, you know, you can go online and apply, which is fine. I'm tech savvy and there's a lot of other people that can, and you can use the 1-800 number there that you have at the bottom um, to call and ask questions eight to eight, Monday through Friday, Eastern time and 12 to five on Saturday, Eastern time. But we are here on the ground. FEMA's here, SBA is here. A lot of other organizations are here. There's right. disaster recovery centers all over the place. We also have mobile recovery centers. FEMA does, SBA does. We also have also um, business recovery centers, disaster recovery centers. So what is what is the difference, right? So disaster mm -hmm. recovery center is put on by FEMA. And um, at a disaster recovery center, for instance, there's a couple now in Hillsborough County. I only know the one because I, well, there's two. So I went to one yesterday and it just slipped my mind. But it's actually over in the... Riverview Brandon area. Riverview Brandon, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's over there. And they really need it because there's a lot of damage there, definitely in Riverview. And mm -hmm. um, and there's another one at the um it's called the CDC locally. The local people call it the CDC, but it's actually called the Chloe Coney Urban Enterprise Center. And that's there on Hillsborough Avenue. Hillsborough, but, yeah. Yeah, 1907 East Hillsborough Avenue. However, there's a little trick to that place. You can actually get into the building from the backside on Giddens Avenue. <laughs> yeah, so kind of have to just put it in your GPS. You'll get there, no problem. So that's a business recovery center. But okay. the disaster recovery center, the, um, that's the one in the Brandon Riverview area. Now, I'm gonna just explain the difference. A business recovery center is put on by SBA and there's only SBA there, which means typically if you're a business, you're gonna go there and apply. Now, if you're a, a non-business, homeowner, renter, nonprofit, whatever, we're not going to turn you away. We're still eligible. You're still eligible to apply there. It's no problem. But we tend to uh, like to see uh, homeowners and renters apply with FEMA first. And if you go to a disaster recovery center, it's going to be FEMA there, SBA there. They may even have DCF there. Um, and they'll have other organizations that may be, um, that might be, you know, the local resource there. So sometimes they'll have American Red Cross or other state, you know, organizations there, right. that kind of thing to help out. So sometimes there's counseling. Some places have counseling uh, people there too as well. So it just depends. But Disaster Recovery Center is really like a one-stop shop. If you're a business owner, you it's okay. You can go to a business recovery center. If you've already applied with FEMA, but maybe uh, you couldn't stay that day because maybe you came a little bit later in the day and they were mm -hmm. closing up the recovery center and you need to go ahead and apply, um, and maybe the business recovery center is closer to you, you know, feel free to do that. But they also have um, mobile centers as well uh, scattered throughout. And um, I'm trying to keep up with the places and it's really tough because it becomes blurry after a while. Mm -hmm. Well, let me ask you this question. That's that's mm -hmm. great information to have right there, actually. Um, do, do you happen to have a, a 
a time frame for how long it takes to receive the money once you've applied and, and things like that? So on the SBA side, um, the goal, the goal, okay, every, I don't know, the goal, okay, so every person is different. Every situation is completely, it's like a thumbprint, right? It's a unique mm -hmm. identifier. So your application is like a thumbprint. It's not the same as your neighbor, your friend, your aunt, your uncle, your sister, whoever applied, it's not the same. Everyone is completely different. And let's say on a, like you have all of your documents, everything's in a row, you're just going through the process. Okay, um, the goal is three weeks to, to from beginning to end. That's three the goal. Weeks. Okay. Um, but it doesn't always happen that way. Right, of course. Yeah, because but sometimes people, people don't respond a... right away, or if a, a case manager asks you for some documents, you don't get right. back to them right away, or, right. you know, things like that, you know, things happen. But if everything happens, you know, if everything, you know, in a good, yeah, then it's roughly about three, let's say three to four weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal. That's the goal. Okay. I'm just going to say that that's the goal. <laughs> Start to finish is the goal. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about what the success rate has been in the past for this loan, these loan programs? Uh, okay. Hold on, let me. You said it's been uh, since 1953 since we've been working on it. Forever, mm -hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. So this is this. Okay. Um, you're gonna have you're gonna have to pause for a second because um, <laughs> I had this written down earlier. Okay, so I'm just gonna say this because I don't know how many applications we have so far. So I can't speak to the question because that's kind of like out of my wheelhouse, right? Oh, okay. Um, I'm more of in the marketing. I, I share about the program knowledge. Okay. I'm not a loan officer so, right. or a case manager. I wouldn't be able to right. dive into the nitty gritty. But I, what I can speak to is that, um, I don't know the number for the applications, but I can no, tell you the, the amount of money that we've actually uh, have, have approved so far is over 299 million for this disaster. That's just for this disaster? Yes, sir. Approved? Approved. Wow. Yep. Okay. It's a lot. All right, Sharon. Wow. So, <clears throat> should we cover some of the counties, maybe? I, I listen. Yeah, let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> Not to lead you or anything. <laughs> okay. So, um, I just want to cover the counties. So, I just want to make sure people sure. Um, are aware of them. So, in the um, primary counties, or what we consider primary. FEMA would consider individual assistance, right? It's Brevard County, Charlotte County, Collier, DeSoto, Flagler, Glades, Hardy, Hendry, Highlands, Hillsboro, uh, Lake Lee, those are two separate, Lake and Lee, Manatee, Monroe, Okeechobee, Orange, Osceola, Palm Beach County, Pasco County, Pinellas County, Polk, Putnam, St. John, Sarasota, Seminole and Volusia. Now, those are primary counties. We talked about, you know, physical property damage, personal property damage, um, that kind of thing. And the contiguous counties, I'm going to, so we know that as small business economic injury disaster loans, those are the other ones, neighboring counties, right? Correct. That's Al Alachua, Bradford, Broward. Alachua. Oh, thank you. How do you say that? Alachua. Alachua. Okay, awesome. That must be an Indian name. I can't pronounce. Yes, it is. Uh, Bradford, Broward, Clay, Duval, Hernando, Indian River, Marion, Martin, 
Miami-Dade, St. Lucie, and Sumter. That's a lot of counties. So the physical uh, damage, so if you're applying for physical property damage, whether it's the actual uh, structural damage or the contents as part of the physical property damage, um, that deadline is November 28th of this year. So it's next month. And the economic injury disaster loan is not until June 29th of next year. The reason why we give extra time for the economic injury is sometimes, sometimes, not maybe not in this particular case, but sometimes <clears throat> um, it takes you a business a little longer maybe to realize that they may be economically impact. Right. So, um, and, and it, the primary counties were probably know right away that they were economically impacted because they had to shut down for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But in the contiguous counties where maybe they weren't directly impacted by the storm, but maybe they're only economically impacted by the storm, like in our scenario, Giovanni's in Sumter County. Um, so if they were economically impacted, but maybe they're not going to know right away because maybe this is the time of year where things start to speed up because it's October, the snowbirds are starting to come down. You know right. things like that but um maybe when they start doing their fiscal year uh paperwork at the end of this month you know or maybe they ask for an extension right they're going to realize hey last year they were way busier than they are this year mm -hmm. and so they're going to be able to see they had some economic impact there and it's more than likely due to hurricane ian um but also down the road they may be affected because some people maybe there are some tourists that or snowbirds that come down here and maybe after Hurricane Ian, they're like, oh, I don't want to go down there. There's flesh eating bacteria, diseases, sharks in the water, all kinds of stories. Right. Yeah. So maybe they don't want they're not hooligans, maybe. And they don't want to come down here. Maybe they're not daredevils. And so uh, maybe they're like, oh, I'm not going down there until that's cleared up. So right. there's more of an issue there. So, right. you know, those kind of things. All right. Well, guys, uh, we think this has been, I think this has been very helpful. Thank you so much, Ms. Gadebois, for your, your information tonight. Um, if there's anyone that, that wants to apply, this, the, the, on the bottom you see that information, disaster customer service at sba.gov, or you can call 800-659-2955, 800-659-2955, or disasterloanassistance.sba.gov. Gov. Ms. Gadbois, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I would appreciate you having uh, uh, having you here. And um, okay. if there's ever uh, any updates or anything like that, please let us know and, and come on back and, and see us again. That would be awesome. Thank you so much. Maybe we could do some kind of like weekly update or something like that. I, I, let's talk about it. Absolutely. Okay. You got it. Absolutely. You got it. You got yourself a deal. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for, for joining us and uh, you take care now. All right. Bye.